nothing to talk about with our next guest. He is the, he is the author of Turning 50, the Brewers Celebrate a Half Century in Milwaukee. And you know him from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Brewers beat writer Tom Hodgecourt. Tom, before we get into the craziness that is Major League Baseball and the negotiations going on right now, or I suppose the lack thereof, uh, let's talk about the book. Uh, where do you start? Is it as simple uh, as going back to 1969, 1970 and working forward chronologically from there? Or is there another point where you uh, you look at the Brewers' history and go, we got to start at that moment? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I'll tell you what, the, the, the best part of this project was going through the Journal Sentinel archives, photo archives. This is a book in cooperation with my bosses at the Journal Sentinel. And that, that gave us access to the vast Journal Sentinel photo uh, library. And, uh, you know, as proud as I am of the copy in the book that I wrote, the, the photos are what make the book. This is a commemorative keepsake book. And there's some great photos in there. I don't know if you guys have got to look at it yet. I, I was I was particularly fascinated with stuff from the 70s because that predated me. I, I didn't get to Milwaukee till the 80s. And so looking at some of that early stuff, it's mostly in black and white because that's how they did photography back then. But some of those early photos are fascinating. They are, Tom. That was uh, one of my favorite parts of the book as I paged through because, A, I lived through it, and, uh, B, you know, there there wasn't a whole lot good going on for Brewers baseball. We were just glad to have the team back then in the 70s. It wasn't until 78 that they got competitive, but we were talking before we uh, brought you on about, you know, all the stuff that went on off the field with this team besides the stuff between the lines, the great players, the fine moments. I mean, the fact Milwaukee got this team the way it did, the, the switch to the National League, the fight for Miller Park, I mean, whether you're a fan or not, whether you went to a game or not this team is such a part of the headline such a part of the community some of it good and some of it brought on some heartbreak six days they had six days to get ready you know i was talking to ken sanders uh, i have an interview with him in the book a brewer's reliever and he said they're in spring training they don't know they're going to seattle or going to milwaukee he said then we hear the team's bankrupt so the first thing you think am i even going to get paid this year you know and so just incredible six days to to turn the team around and bring it to Milwaukee. So I love the Bud Selig photos from that first year. He's got the Buddy Holly look, the flat top, the black rim glasses. It looks like Buddy Holly to me. Trip down memory lane for sure. Tom, is there one photo from the history of the Brewers when you were putting this together that kind of stuck out as maybe a defining photo or moment for the organization? I always think about the famous Sports Illustrated cover of Prince Fielder jumping on home plate and his teammates falling down, but there were there were bigger moments than that too. Yeah. Well, how about one of my favorite photos? There's a photo in there of 11 year old Craig Council in his little league uniform holding a trophy, sitting between Raleigh Fingers and Dion James, I believe. That's amazing. <laughs> little Dion, you know, who could have looked into the uh, crystal ball and said, This guy's going to manage the team one day. Well, it tells you what a part of the, f- the fabric of the community this team is. I mean, the, the council family involved with the team. Uh, Craig's dad worked with the team for years, and of course, Craig is now calling the shots. It's it's just amazing the the small town Milwaukee ish uh, vibe that we have for our team. Yet, you know, look at you know Bud Selig paid what for this team when he bought it from Seattle out of bankruptcy court. Look what that team is worth now. How this game has changed. Yeah, and, and also uh, all. Right about 3 million fans every year in Miller Park in this market. There's so many markets that are envious of the Brewers that are way bigger markets that don't come close to drawing 3 million fans a year. So the support for this team has been tremendous. 
you know, Bud Selig always believed to be brought uh, um, baseball back to Milwaukee. The fans would support it, and they certainly have. And that's what makes painful what's going on this year. You know, no baseball, no packed Miller Park. Um, and it's it's painful. You know, it's very painful. Painful and disappointing, Tom. I just think people are are so frustrated that they can't. You know, the players and management can't seem to work anything out. Yeah, it's it, it, you know it certainly doesn't look good right now. I still got to believe they're going to figure this out. I don't think they can afford a dark year for the sport. Uh, I don't think they'll ever hear the end of it. I think you know we have a CBA negotiation coming up next year as it is, which might get ugly, <laughs> as if it's not already ugly. But um, I, I just you know I think COVID is going to really be a challenge. But I don't think anybody wants to hear that money is what kept them off the field. So I kind of believe they're going to figure this out. But I will say this: they have to do it very soon. Tom, we've been talking a little bit on the show this morning about the theory that the owners and Rob Manfred are, for lack of a better way of putting it, just intentionally wasting time so they don't have to play as many games as the players want. Do you think there's some legitimacy to that thought, or is that just Trevor Bauer and other players complaining? Well, they said the more games they play with the players making full prorated salaries, the more money they'll lose. So there, there is legitimacy to that thought. Um, you know, this all goes back, and I think we've talked about it on the show before. Um, this all goes back to a March 26th agreement. I don't even want to call it an agreement anymore. It's a document. But, I want, you know, the players say it guarantees them full prorated salaries, and the owners say it allows them to revisit salaries so how did a bunch of lawyers craft a document and now they can't even agree on what they agreed on how how did that happen that's the crux of this whole dispute and to me that's astounding (laughs) that is a really good point the journal sentinels tom hodricourt joining us live on wtmj author of turning 50 looking back at five decades of local brewers baseball tom always appreciate the time good luck hope you're working again soon So do I. I can't just write books for a living. Let's do some journalism. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Tom.